0: Just left us sat there. Yes. Right. Okay. Hey, we are live. Right. Sorry.
1: Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome everybody on this Friday evening. A little different to the weather that we've had on recent Fridays. Uh, we're back for our bite-sized webinars. Uh, familiar faces, myself and Carl, and we are thrilled to be joined with a colleague, a fantastic colleague, um, Neil Simkin. Uh, Won't steal his thunder, Uh, he works uh, over in Wales, which he will indulge you and tell you some of the bits and pieces he's been going through, I'm sure, during lockdown um, and up to the current day. Um, Carl, straight over to you. How's your week been?
0: I've got headphone envy. That's the first (laughs) thing I'm going (laughs) to say. Look at those those, tins. yeah, it's been it's been um, it's been, uh, yeah, an interesting week. Um, so my son has now has a gecko. So that's his birthday present. So that's probably got nothing to do with what we're going to talk about, though. Um, and
1: you have a longer beard. That's, that's,
0: that's yeah. a relief. Yeah. Cause
2: yeah. This is going to be, could be a strange meeting. This wasn't what I signed up for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <percentage. laughs>
0: And uh, and so I've I've had to learn learn some new skills. Um, I'm not a fan of uh, live insects, but hey. Um, And we were ag, well ag, say agp. We were back at it placing implants um, earlier on in the week um, and taking some out. Unfortunately, Um, but that's not not the story. No, no. No, um, no. It was uh, a case of dental tourism gone very, very badly, uh, which was a, sh- a real shame. Real shame. Um, and then that was that was a practice that has started back, and it was uh, interesting to see because they've had a, a lot going on in that practice. So they've they're refurbing it, um, and what a great time to have get the refurb finished mm-hmm. but unfortunately uh, the builders were obviously struggling to to finish it so they haven't got as far as they thought they were going to get uh, but it would have been perfect timing for them really if they'd have managed to get it all done. Um, so was, they're still undergoing a bit of building work um, which the builders have been great in terms of access for patients and things like that so they, they wouldn't have had to close apart from somebody telling them that they had to close, <laughs> which weren't the builders. <laughs> and um, they've got a very good system triaging their patients. Everybody that we saw was very, very grateful uh, to be seen, really grateful to be seen actually, which was really nice. Um, one of them, uh, we talked to this about in some sort of the previous webinars, hasn't been out of the house during the whole of lockdown. Mm-hmm. So it was their very first f- sort of travel outside the house somewhere new uh, which for them was something quite nervous they were quite nervous about it and and what they could do what they couldn't do and uh, quite apprehensive in terms of sort of how they felt generally just coming outside the house again almost mm-hmm. like agoraphobia um, and but once we got talking and chatting away they were absolutely fine I don't think um, Obviously, it's not great for them coming out of the house and then realizing that you're going to be all pp would up. Um, so that's kind of the first thing they see. It probably would have been nicer for them to go to the supermarket or if they'd have waited a couple of days, they'd go to the pub. Um, but
1: <laughs> Prior yeah, to seeing you.
0: <laughs> yeah, prior to seeing me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that that was uh, sort of nice and nice to get back into it, and nice to you know get some sort of implants placed and get working again, and it flowed really well. Um, I think that the advantage for for us is that we used to PPE, we are used to the the, the gaining and the, the donning and the doffing and the sterilization aspects of it. It's it's sec- it's just second nature, and and so with the staff because they're just used to the process, um, so it wasn't alien to anybody. Mm. It was just the little fine-tuning of things, uh, keeping the patients in the car, um, keeping the distances from the patients. Um, The waiting room wasn't open um, so they all had to sit outside which was, and I mentioned it to you guys, was where my brother came up with a great idea and he said, why don't you get a license to sell alcohol from the waiting room and then you can get it pretty much packed full of (laughs) people. You don't have to worry about all these regulations because uh, you can all be one meter apart. Uh, I don't know what the, the full regulations are, obviously. It might be table service only, <laughs> um, but they don't have to wait in the car at least anyway. And they can have a pint before they uh, or, or a gin and tonic, I don't know, whatever it takes, <laughs> or lemon, lemonade, coffee.
1: You um,
2: know what? But- just and that just highlight the craziness of the rules that we're surrounded <laughs> yeah. by at the moment.
0: Absolutely. Well, he's not he's not clinical, and he's not a, he's not uh, clinical entrepreneurial. At all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so so when you when we're having these, we don't have these conversations all the time. But we, I, I obviously don't just rant on uh, air <laughs> like this. <laughs> but I do I do. He sort of says, "How's it going?" And I'll tell him what's sort of going on and and what we're going through. And he just he, he just well, I'm to say if you can go down the pub as of tomorrow at six o'clock in the morning and you can do this and do that. But you've got to do that with your, your sort of social distancing and your, and your protocols for your patients. And I said, oh yeah, because we're dangerous. <laughs> and he's, he just thinks it's absolute nuts, absolute nuts. And it's good sometimes to get that kind of feedback from somebody that has absolutely nothing to do with anything mm. to do with dentistry. And also, he's a bit nuts. Sorry, Matt, but you are. Let's fight away, he'd be the first to admit it. Um, inherited maybe, I, should, I shouldn't say I was, anything I, I wasn't really. going to say anything, really, Neil. Yeah. Uh, and then um, getting on top of uh, the sort of the processes again, just just tidying up some of the processes and making sure they're all fine-tuned. And then uh, today was, uh, um, it was nice, there was a meeting uh, I had down at a private hospital And again, uh, very similar to to what we're doing. So they do have, I was was there looking around at what uh, all sorts of things really, but it was interesting to see that it's got a meet and greet process, Um, again, patients in the car park, uh, masks on, hand sanitizing before you come in, temperature taken. Um, Mine was quite low, apparently, uh, which was a bit of a worry uh, because it was lower than it should be. I don't know why it was low. Obviously the heart that stopped beating. Earstone. Um as long as it's not high, it to... doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it might
0: have, might have been the aircon con that had been blasting in my face <laughs> for an, an hour and forty five minutes. But um, you know, it was it was it was interesting in that there were a number of people sort of sitting quite happily in a waiting area, socially distanced as well, all with masks on. Um, But there was no kind of, uh, what am I going to say, nervousness or seemed to be weird atmosphere. Everybody was very casual, everybody was happy, the processes were all working really, really well. Um, And so it was nice to see another environment that wasn't dentistry sort of doing the same sort of things and and sort of coping quite nicely with it. Uh, All the staff were absolutely fantastic. Uh, There were no splash screens, which was interesting. But then I've seen a couple of clinics very similar to that where they they haven't got the splash screens. And I think uh, it it sort of goes to show you sort of can interpret the guidelines and use them to what you think are correct for your environment. And they obviously felt that they didn't want to – I shouldn't say this, should I? Well, I haven't said who (laughs) they are, so I can say it. They didn't want to uh, upset their beautiful reception desk by drilling holes in it um for us I, no, I'm gonna shut up now because I'm not to get myself into trouble. Um and that's been um that's been the week so far, educational-wise. Um things have been a little bit quiet since the uh exams are finished, uh, but still, you know, building on that and, and and going forward with how we deliver that really. Um and I think that we're gonna be delivering much more online content. Well, I know we are because I've I've had the instructions. So we're going to be delivering the lectures in an online format, uh, and as we go forward over the next few months, um, probably into the new year with uh, the sort of the online webinar. So they get to log in, look at the lectures, um, and then they get the the webinar, which is very different. It's not didactic. Uh, they never really, really didactic, but it's not a regurgitation of the lecture it's more of a and a Q&A, um, that they get to ask and um, I think it's quite a good way of delivering the content actually um, so I think that might be the way that we possibly go forward with some of that educational side. It's it's interesting to, to see how um, that we've managed to deliver online content to postgraduate students but I was discussing this and the schools haven't managed to deliver any online content to uh, to my little fella. Man. Anything you want to talk about at schools? If you're listening,
2: um, but, <laughs> well, uh, my daughter's starting at a new school in September, and they've never actually yeah. clo- they've never closed. They they were online um, nine o'clock until three o'clock every day, all classes all the way through. But where she is at the moment, there was all sorts of hurdles and things that seemed to be constantly in the way. So yeah, very very odd. And again, it seems teaching, dentistry, so many other professions, just so many bizarre um interpretations of guidelines that some people will use to their advantage and let's let's get on and do it this way but so many others seem to say oh right no, we can't uh, can't do that can't do that can't do that and um i think that's the thing these guidelines are so so open to interpretation it's um it's not helpful but hopefully the the wheat from the chaff will will sort itself out over the few, next few weeks yeah. Like you said, Carl, ultimately, what we're doing isn't all that much difference, really, from, from a clinical perspective. The only difference in our in our surgeries, it sounds like where you're working, is just that patient journey and that patient yeah. flow. So um, yeah. it's doing what we've always done. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, with a bit of extra fancy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for now. And hopefully, I can't see
2: that lasting all that much longer either, to I, be honest.
0: I, I think that was probably the big worry is that how that was being kind of sort of uh overplayed yes that's the word
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and and still is in part still
2: well yeah part. It's, it feels like one of those things they've sort of committed to the idea and even though possibly it's maybe a little bit over the top in some areas certainly ser- certain places you do need it but for certain things i don't think you really do but they're committed to it
0: now so they've sort of they feel they've got to stick with it yeah yeah Once you've Uh, taken that dive off that cliff, then, you know, bring out the parachute now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: so Neil, for for you, I mean, when we say, uh, you know, when did you go back? I appreciate that you've never been away as such. But can you give us some, some insight into how lockdown and, as I said, up to the current day has been for you?
2: Yeah, well, um, lockdown started, as we all know, at the end of March, uh, but um, at that point, the Welsh CDO seemed to be quite ahead of the game. She was aware the UDC concept was going to take time to get up and running, so she basically told us that we had to stay open and treat emergencies on a non-AGP basis, so extractions, dressings, antibiotics, all those things, but we were still able to do face-to-face in a in a managed way, and we've been doing that ever since. Um, there was all sorts of different plans put in place for how Welsh dentistry was going to de-escalate. Um, but on the 26th of um, June, we had a memo at five o'clock saying that we could de-escalate the following Monday. So we had two days notice to, to crack on, which was fabulous. Um, so none of us really have as of yet. But we started back on um, Wednesday with a much more face-to-face in, a, in that sort of managed way with patient logistics um, sort of coming to the fore. But again, just doesn't feel that different to what we were doing. Um, I think we're due to stay, start AGP in a couple of weeks' time um, and start moving forward there. So, yeah, for, we've never really been away. We've been there all the way through, keeping on top of patients, keeping those lists managed. And I know some of my colleagues from English practices have literally got hundreds of patients they need to see. I've got a fair few I need to see but it's only about 20 or 30 patients because most of them we were able to to keep on top of throughout lockdown so it's been uh it's been an adventure Uh, doing dentistry over the phone is not something I ever really I don't think anyone trained to do and it's not something I ever really want to do again but um I much prefer the face-to-face but as Carl suggested there before everyone wearing masks all the time that's that's going to be a take a bit of getting used to for some patients because facial expression and engagement is such a key part of what we do, and being mm. having to do all the patient facing with a mask on is uh, is going to be difficult for some patients to to get on board with. I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Wales, we are. We I think we were a pretty good start with, and like I say just lost our way a little bit in the middle there. We sort of got lost in a a little bit of uh, contract reform and a little bit of political juggling but uh, come out of it all of a sudden and let's like say the end is now in sight and a couple of phases now the next phase is to treat just the patients that need are, have been in pain for the last three months and need some agp treatments then the patients that were halfway through treatment and then back to normal dentistry as soon as that so we haven't got any timelines now again at the end of may the timelines were suggested as sort of july october and then january now it's just as and when you're ready and move on to the next one
0: okay that seems a
2: little bit more sensible Sensible. Mm. (laughs) very much so yeah
1: a lot of a lot of these um things will be taken with a bit of sense we've echoed it on so many webinars common sense
2: it's not all that common
1: um, <laughs> as we all know, yeah as we've discovered we yeah <laughs> and the feeling within the practice uh neil you know i'm always very keen um with with all the people that i've been talking to um how how are your staff feeling you know the team
2: I think it's been a bit of a roller coaster for all of them. I think um, in March and early April, where we were still very much an unknown and this new killer virus was going to cleanse the planet. Um, I think they they were very, very nervous. But I think as time's gone on, I think within the practices across the population, I think, I wouldn't say complacency, but maybe a more, a, a bigger acceptance of what the situation actually is. And the nurses who, we had one or two who were, Absolutely no way am I going in the practice in the surgery with AGP. And now you know what we've been fit tested next week. Let's get on there. Let's crack on. I think they've started relearning what what we're there for. It's not about sort of. I don't know. It's about patient care, isn't it? Really, at the end of the day. 100%. And and there are yeah. patients. We've had that stream of patients. Some of them who've been in pain and battling on since the end of March, early April, and they're constantly on the phone. When is it happening? When is it happening? And now we've got a date. Um that's helped the nurses engage and other members of staff as well. But no, we've got okay. some, uh, our practice was actually mothballed and furloughed for the, for the close for the, for the lockdown. And we worked out of one uh, a conjoined practice over the road. And um, the others are looking forward to coming back. I think they're, they're ready now. And they, they've got a better yeah. understanding of what's going on and it's, and it's good. So yeah, a few ups and downs, but I think we're all, we're all now in a place where we're ready to move on and uh, and start helping patients
1: oh absolutely well that's what uh, we're all there for isn't it i mean it is it has been difficult for the most experienced of the support staff simply because there's so many scare scary stories scaremongering oh Uh, you know all of us you lose your 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 track for a bit and then think hang on you know this is what we do day in day out
2: absolutely i mean we're as part of a corporate we're we're fortunate enough to have someone to filter out all that rubbish before it gets us. But even the even the filtered amount that was coming through to us was still colossal and confusing. So um, I was speaking to a, a hygienist who runs a hygiene practice. And she's sort of literally on her own. And she just she's been monitoring all the information coming in for the last three months and is just confused beyond belief as to what on earth she's allowed to do, what can she do, what can't she do. Mixed messages from different departments. It's such a thing. And like Carl said before, it's all about guidelines and interpretation. There are actually no rules as such. I haven't come across anyway, but it's all guidelines. And we all interpret them different ways. But because I interpret it one way and someone interprets it a different way, it doesn't mean we're wrong. We're just doing it differently we're doing it the way that works for us no one's going to put themselves at risk um or their staff or their patients at risk we're all doing it the way that we feel that we can we can manage and again as carl said this is the stuff we do every day we've been doing it for years it's not all that different the only once they're in the in the surgery it's the same as ever it was but uh yeah we'll see how it all goes just patient expectations patient management are there but I, I, it's not all that different now we're getting going again i've had three new patients this week who are signing up to treatment plans. so it's people are ready to go i think yes yeah. it's, uh, it's gone on long enough now i think people need a sense of normality they need routine we all crave it more than we ever we realized i think yeah
1: yeah i think yeah. you're right yeah yeah i think you're right so if, in your practice um Neil, I keep saying your practice, but obviously I know that you're you're between two. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, is there any toys that you've got? So any of the um the air processors that they've been on oh, about?
2: Goodness me, yes. So um uh, we've they've sort of ex- exploited my uh, my good nature, I think, and I'm on a, a number of pilots for the company. So it's uh, <laughs> we've been doing obviously. Um, video consultations with Microsoft, predominantly Microsoft Teams but some patients prefer Skype or Zoom or whatever. Um, We're doing the um, Strauman Dentigo vital scan. We've got a couple of the Dentigo options available so I've been um, a few of my Invisalign patients or um, Aligner patients uh, we've done the dental monitoring with so they've been sent scan boxes and they're keeping up to date with uh, what's going on with that. Um which works really well actually. And
0: then um Frank You our... might have to expand on that because Oh dental I, I, monitoring. I know what it is. But, um <laughs> okay, I, so... haven't, I haven't said anything to anybody about it.
2: So <laughs> waiting uh, for me to come on. Yeah. So dental monitoring basically is um well, we're a rural practice in Mid Wales. So I've got a lot of patients who travel a long way, which obviously over lockdown has been quite a challenge. Um, but we were able to post out aligners, but you've always got that worry is, are they fitting properly? Quite patients got questions. And at some point you just need to see what's going on. So the vital scan uses um, a, a mount for your mobile phone and enables a series of standardized photos. So they send those back to us via an app And we get to see whether the aligners are fitting and what progress is happening. And we can then discuss with the patient whether they stay on their current aligner, whether they move on to their next aligner or whether actually they're just going to have to sit it out and wait until they can come and see us. So I've got half a dozen patients, all of whom have got two plus hours traveling to come and see me, um, who've actually managed to progress through their treatments with close monitoring and close contact with myself and uh, things have progressed very well. So that's Dentigo Monitoring. The other suite that we've been able to make use of is Dentigo Scan, which is um, better done with a scan box, if I'm being wholly honest, the mobile phone mounts. But patients have been taking photos or having photos taken uh, of their own teeth. They send that through to me uh, via an app, which... Um, uses artificial intelligence to tell me everything that 's wrong so it's uh it's it's quite a thing really and um at the moment we're focusing on sort of teeth straightening and hygiene, and I get a report the patient uploads the photos and I get a report telling me whether they 're suitable for aligners, whether they're not suitable, what their oral hygiene's like, if there are any cavities or issues that are immediately obvious and i 've got all that information there before I even speak to the patient, which i've then done. Um, via microsoft teams
0: and it had a chat with sounds, them that it sort of sounds so familiar like there was another company, <laughs> company that everybody really yeah. set about. yeah but maybe that's just me um, but no I, I i i think that it's it's uh, it's a step above that isn't it from I mean vitals yeah yeah, well
2: vitals scan has got the potential if you use the scan box in surgery and I think going forwards this would be an engagement tool for a TCO so they would come in engage with the patient take these pictures Mm. so that when the dentist does eventually meet them they've had a full thing and using the scan box you can there's 180 different features of the mouth that they will assess um, and can diagnose all sorts of bits and pieces so it's as near to a full exam as uh as you need really which is astonishing we're only using a fraction of those features at the moment because we haven't got the ability to get the better photos but it'll come but it's uh I've, I've managed to engage with a good number of patients and some of them have already signed up for orthodontic treatment as soon as we can get them in and and get things moving so it's been a, a really good engagement tool so there's been a, a lot out there it's, and like you were saying about your your lectures, Carl, about how a lot of that you feel will move online, mm. I think sort of the teledentistry dentistry uh, is is now established enough over the last three or four months to be be here to stay. I think mm. I think there are patients who all want that, especially where we live rurally, and yeah. if, uh, and in the in the cities, if you've got patients who just can't get out and about. Um, like I said, that, that we realise now, dentistry is a real face to face thing. Having to diagnose things over the telephone is horrible, but if you've got a face-to-face contact, even if it's over online, it makes a big difference to patients, and they're instantly reassured, yeah. and they know who they're speaking to. It's a face they recognize, and it's it works well
1: without a mask so, so they can engage without a mask absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> expressions there sometimes that's not a good thing but it's uh <laughs> yeah, more often than not it is useful to sort of get that expression that comes with it but they can uh, still see your eyes you know so. yeah <laughs> oh hello again <laughs> but no so it's it's been good to see what's out there and um thankfully the the, the company we're with have, have really engaged that and they've given us the opportunity to use all of that so it's uh, it's nice to see what's out there and and be part of it but yeah so the for me at the moment the dental monitoring is is superb especially for my patients have to travel a lot
1: oh i bet yeah and as you say i'd imagine that's that's there to stay really yeah absolutely yeah
2: yeah i mean there's there's negligible additional cost to the patient so it's and ultimately the the saving over the traveling is is uh, is going to be worth every bit of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: Um, so, yeah, it'll, it's, a, it's a good one. And like I said, with the vital scan as well, I think once you've got the TCOs back in and we're able to be a bit more close up with patients, I think that will have a fantastic place going oh, forward. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%
1: for many, many reasons, I'd have yeah. thought. Very, very good. May never need to leave your house again. (laughs) Yeah,
2: well I've had enough of the kids now to be honest.
1: (laughs) He doesn't mean it if you listen.
2: (laughs) Yeah, homeschooling was not my forte. Who knew? (laughs) So
1: I think there is a lot of parents out there. If they didn't know it before, they do now. (laughs) Yeah,
2: absolutely, yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
1: and what about um, this week, Carl, when well today, particularly when you're in the hospital, anything caught your eye? I know what you're like if you see something shiny, was there any gadgets there that was new or that you'd you'd heard of before but hadn't well, seen
0: it? That kitted up to the hill. Um, <laughs> well,
1: some ideas.
0: So yeah, they've got lot it's different though. It's a different it's a different process uh, for these guys. Um there wasn't anything that um, I mean, we're blessed in Newtown with everything that we have—the scanners and the C B C T machine. So it was all geared up for that. The C B C T machine was a bit more advanced, uh, as in the, probably the top of the range <laughs> that, that you can get. Uh, so it did everything that you wanted it to do. Um, but they're they they're, they're they're doing a lot more than just what a dental practice offers. So they're doing day stays. Um, surgical wisdom teeth, but all sorts uh, everything that goes with a private hospital as well so mm-hmm. it was very very different in what they're they're going to be offering so yeah there was a heck of a lot of kit and it all looked fantastic and I, I loved all the little gadgets that they had um, in, in terms of one one of the conversations that was interesting was the uh, the aircon conversation that we had because they were not aware that you could actually have it on mm. um, during the checkups and things like that. So they've been sort of sweltering uh in the sun. Yeah, I don't think it was any
2: accident that that decision was made on one of the hottest weeks of the year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you know what, actually, we'll have it on. It's yeah, we'll have it on. We'll put it on. I'll we'll have it on. That's we'll have suffered <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> enough. we go. will this a little bit. Put, put air on. And don't yeah. get too hot. Remember, don't get too
1: hot. with the, the Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean it is interesting because a lot. Uh, sorry, Kate, I'm not answering your question. You really. Yes, there lots of gadgets, but they weren't dentally related. So I could chat away, but um, there was nothing, nothing sort of any, any different to um, what we're not using in in a lot of the practices that we're in. Um, apart from the foot hand, hand sanitizers that you like. Oh yeah, uh, oh,
1: I love those. Yeah. <laughs> I love and, those. Um,
0: <laughs> More and, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about now. Um, to- totally lost it now. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, as, uh, as the recent practice have told me this week with those uh, foot operated ones, they've said it is so surprising how many of their patients come in with a big dollop on their toe? Because it clearly says, foot-operated, but what's that first thing you do? Oh, it's foot-operated. You put your foot on, but what don't you do straight away? Oh, yeah, uh...
0: <laughs> so they've
1: been coming in with patients sort of looking Beautifully down. clean
0: shoes. That's <laughs> used to come to wear the shoe covers that were suggested at one oh, point. Well, there you are. <laughs> uh, oh, reg- regulations. Yeah, sorry, regulations. Yeah, the uh, the aircon having the aircon on, uh, obviously non-circulating. So that's that's a bonus. Um, and we're we're. I think we were supposed to maybe today hear other things. I know that Leicester's. Mm. Uh, and what I've really really liked is uh, Jason Wong, who's now the deputy mm. CDO. His his relationship with the profession um, in informing dentists in Leicester. That it's it's business as usual um, in terms of the regulations, rather than going back into lockdown, or oh, or oh, they can do that. And it was nice to be given guidance that was clear guidance, and and allow the dentist to do exactly what Neil said, where you interpret that guidance and you do what you feel is comfortable for your staff. And we've heard that throughout all the talks. It's having that team conversation and and discussing what you want to do in your practice. So it was almost carte blanche. Look, if you want to close your doors because you're not comfy, close your doors. And if you go back to prescriptions and, and triaging your patients that way, if you want to stay open, you can stay open. And and that if that works for your team and your practice, then you can do that. And that was really good to hear.
2: Well, the good thing um, about that is it kind of opens up the, almost the Welsh model, then, doesn't it? If you, yeah. you can stay open or you can close, which opens mm-hmm. up every opportunity in between, yeah. so you can sort of pick and choose which level works for you. But which um, would've, I, would've nice sorry, Neil, would have been no, nice from the start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But which is what we had, which was nice. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just going on sort of the the realism element. Uh, my cousin actually um, owns a pub down in Oxford, and. Um, the the she's put a message on her page actually we're not reopening tomorrow because um although we can because we're just not confident that um things are quite where we need them to be financially because they've made the point that actually they can afford to reopen once what they can't afford to do is reopen close again And reopen again and I wonder if that goes for some of these practices in Leicester and Jason maybe being savvy to that I mean the corporates can obviously can help their practices out but if you're an independent you can't go through this up and down multiple times no way
1: no no we kill a lot of people off
0: yeah
1: for absolute sure absolute sure I think there's a a few uh, pubs from what I can tell that are uh, admit they've got the opportunity mm. to open tomorrow and they are going to open but they're letting that uh mad first weekend go yeah. by <laughs> um i'm sure there'll, there'll be some madness enough when they open i can see why i can yeah. see why i really can I really can um, well, guys, um, it's a bite-sized webinar, so I'm going to put that out there and see if there's <laughs> anything else you two would like to discuss uh, before we get on with our Friday evenings.
0: I put my order in. Can I have uh, a <laughs> meal? Uh, uh, are you KFC or are you a
2: beef No, definitely KFC. There's a staff discount. Single <laughs> <laughs> the box meal for the me, please. <laughs> I'll see what I can do.
0: <laughs> KFC, I can't remember, and uh, some extra hot wings. And I love uh baked beans as my. No, I love corn, corn from the side. Not the messy, other
2: messy business. Messy business. You can't do corn in the car. What's all going on with that? Yeah.
1: To be fair, to be fair, Neil, thank you so much for joining us this. it has been an absolute um, pleasure. Lovely
2: to see you both again, and uh, yeah,
1: we're looking well, forward to seeing you in the flesh. Hopefully, not too soon,
2: not too far away, not too far away at all, which would be nice. Yeah. thank you you're looking well, mate. it's good to see you thank you mate you too take care
1: thank you yeah, everybody have up. a lovely weekend
2: cheers guys
1: bye 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 bye
2: now